Okay, for our next example, let's try this equation. 2x plus 3y equals 12. Notice again that x is to the first power and y is to the first power. So this will have a graph which is a straight line, and we'll try to find a few points. So if we set up a little scorecard, right, then what do we want to do? We want to choose a value of x and then use the equation to find the corresponding value of y. Two important points are to let x be 0. If x is 0, what? then the line will be on the y-axis. And we call that point the y-intercept. So if x is 0, our equation becomes 2 times 0 plus 3 times y equals 12 or just simply 3y equals 12, and y will equal 4. So 0, 4 is our point on the y-axis. It is where the line crosses the y-axis, and it's called the y-intercept. Similarly, we can let y be 0. All the points on the x-axis have as their second or vertical coordinate 0. So this will be the x-intercept. And it's where the line will cross the x-axis. All right, so if y is 0, we have 2 times x plus 3y equals 12. y is 0, so 2x plus 3 times 0 is equal to 12, which gives us 2x is 12, and x is 6. So our x-intercept is 6, 0, which will be right here. Now, with the knowledge that the, the graph of this equation will be a straight line and two points we could just draw in the straight line. But if we've made a mistake in any of our computations, we'll have the wrong line. So as an insurance point, let's find a third point. And if the third point lines up, then we'll be pretty confident that we have the correct line. So if we could choose either x or y. If we choose x is 3, then our equation will be what? 2x plus 3y equals 12. And 2 times 3 plus 3y equals 12. So 6 plus 3y equals 12. So 3y will equal 6. And y will equal 2. So we have a third point, x is 3, and y is 2. And if we put that point on, 3, 2, and then take a look, sure enough, it looks like our three points do lie in a straight line, which looks like this.
All right? Okay, we'll try one more. Okay, for our next example, we'll look at 2x minus y equals 6. So we'll follow the same procedure. If x is equal to 0, we'll get the y-intercept. And if x is 0, we get what? Negative y equals 6, or y equals negative 6. If x, if I'm sorry, if y is equal to 0, we'll get 2x equals 6, and x is equal to 3. So we'll get 3, 0. And then we could just pick any other point if x is equal to 1, then 2 times 1 minus y is equal to 6, so negative y will be 4, and y will equal negative 4, so 1, negative 4. All right, now let's plot these points and see if they line up into a straight line. So we have 0, negative 6, so we're going down, 3, 0, that's our x-intercept, and 1, negative 4, okay? And sure enough, more or less, these points lie in a straight line. I think I'll move this one over to make it a little more straight line, and we get... A straight line. All right. Now, what we want to do is try to tackle the reverse problem. Now, what is the reverse problem? The reverse problem is if we have the straight line, if we have some points to try to produce the equation represents the straight line, okay? Before we start on that project, we have to notice something about the straight line. If we have any points on the straight line, any points, and we form a triangle, okay? All of these triangles, okay, are called similar triangles. They have the same shape, not necessarily the same size, but the same shape, okay? So let's look at two triangles of the same shape and see what their relationship is. Suppose I have two triangles that are the same shape, all right? Different size, but the same shape. If this side is 1, and this side is 2, and these two triangles have the same shape, then if this side were 2, then how big would this side be? If this triangle is the same shape as this one, and the horizontal sides, this one is twice as long as this one, 
then for this slanted side, this slanted side should be twice as big as this one, so that would be 4. All right? So what we say is that the sides are proportional. All right. Now, if we come back to our line and look at our triangles, then what? Then this side of any triangle, which represents what? This distance represents what? The difference between the y-coordinate of this point and the y-coordinate of this point. So this is called the difference in the y-coordinate. Okay, and this distance is what? The difference in the x-coordinate. All right, and since for all these triangles, whether it be this triangle, this triangle, this triangle, since they're all proportional, the ratio of the difference in the y-coordinate divided by the difference in the x-coordinate will be the same. Take a look. Take a look over here. Suppose, well, this isn't quite good. Here, let me try a different one. Okay. Suppose we had this triangle, which is 3, 4, and 5, okay, and we had this triangle, which is 6, then how big will this be? Right, twice as big, 8, and this will be 10, right, and then what we're looking at is the vertical side divided by the horizontal side, 4 divided by 3, the vertical side divided by the horizontal side, since it's proportional, right, the 8 divided by 6, this 8 is just twice 4, 6 is just twice 3, and of course the fraction 8, 6 will reduce to 4 thirds, right? This ratio of the change in y, the difference in the y-coordinates, divided by the change in x, the difference in the x-coordinates has a very special name. It's a very important ratio. It's called the slope of the line. It is abbreviated with the letter M. It is the change in the y-coordinate divided by the change in the x-coordinate for any two points because of the similar triangles, we abbreviate the change in y with a delta, that's a Greek capital delta, divided by the change in x, all right? And what we need to do is figure out the slope of our line Because if we can figure out the slope of the line, and then remember that the slope of the line is the same everywhere, 
right? What is the slope? What is it? What is it not in math? What is it? What does it mean? The slope of the line represents the steepness of the line. So that a line that's very steep will have a big slope. A line that's very flat will have a very small slope. Right? So if you keep that in mind, you can see that the line is the same steepness here, 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 everywhere. So that the steepness of the line is constant. It's, it's called invariant. So the slope for a line is the same everywhere. It's very, very important fact, all right? And not true of a curve, right? If we had a curve, right, then what? This curve is not so steep over here and then gets steeper and steeper and steeper, right? So it's only true for a line that the slope is the same everywhere. We'll make use of that in a minute. All right, so let's figure out then the slope of this line and we'll try to verify that in fact it is the same no matter which points we use. So let's look at this point, let's call it A, B, and C. So we'll find, find the slope using A and B. All right. So A and B are the two intercepts. It's this point and this point, right? This one is A, this one is B, and this was, this was our point C, right? And we're going to find the slope using different combinations of points. All right, so first we'll find the slope using A and B. Well, what's the difference in the Y values, the Y coordinates, the change in Y as we go from A to B, right? The change in Y, right? Well, we went from what? We went from negative 6 at A to 0 at B. So how much did we change? Right, we went up 6. So the change in y, we could talk about as 0 minus negative 6, which is 6. The change in x, right, what's the change in x as we go from 0 to 3? Right, the change is 3. 3 minus 0 is 3. So what is the slope? The slope is m. It's the change in y, delta y, over the change in x, delta x, is 6 divided by 3. So the slope is equal to 2. So if we use a to b, the slope is equal to 2. Let's try a different pair. Let's try the slope using A and C. All right? So we're going from A to C. All right? A to C. All right? So the change in Y... Well, how do we get the change in y? 
we subtract, it's the difference, right, between the two y values. So we went from what? From negative 6 to negative 4. So the change in y is what? Negative 4 minus negative 6, which is what? Negative 4 plus 6 is 2. All right? The change in x is what? We went from 0 to 1. So it's 1 minus 0 is 1. And the slope is equal to what? The change in y divided by the change in x is 2 over 1 is 2 again. But we knew it would be the same. So a to c the slope is also 2. All right, let's try a different pair. Well, we tried a to b, a to c. We could try b to c, but actually what I'm going to do now, all right, is go from b to a, right? So I'm going to sort of go down the ladder, okay? We just did a to b. We went up the ladder from A to B. Now we're going from B to A. We're just reversing the direction. Now, if we go from B to A, what is the change in Y? The change in Y is what? We went from 0 for Y to negative 6. So the change is what? Right, we went down 6. So the change is negative 6 minus 0 is negative 6. And what's the change in x? Well, the x went from what? 3 to 0. So 3 to 0 is what? 0 minus 3. We went backwards, negative to the left, however you want to think about it. Okay, 3 units. So again, the slope is equal to what? The change in y over the change in x is negative 6 over negative 3, which again is 2. So b to a, the slope is still 2. All right? Okay. In general, let's look at what we did. We keep what? Finding the difference between the y-coordinates dividing by the difference between the x-coordinates. All right, so in general, if we have two points, if we have P1, which has coordinates x1, y1, right, so A could be P1, x1 would be 0, y1 would be negative 6, and P2, x2, y2. So if we had b is x is p2, then x2 would be 3 and y2 would be 0. Then the slope is what? It's the difference of the y's divided by the difference of the x's. Alright, so the slope would be what? From p1 to p2, it would be y2 minus y1, the difference in the y's, divided by x2 
minus x1 the difference in the x's. Now, it's two things very important. One is to remember that the change in y is the numerator. Don't get it mixed up. Don't turn it upside down. It's the change in y divided by the change in x. The other very important thing to remember is that whichever point you designate as point 1 has to stay point 1, and whichever point you designate as point 2 stays point 2. So it's the y-coordinate of the second point minus the y-coordinate of the first point divided by, in the same order, the x-coordinate of the second point minus the x-coordinate of the first point. Don't, don't switch. Don't have y2 minus y1 and then x1 minus x2. Then you'll get the wrong answer, right? So if we just use our formula now on, well, I'm tired of these points. Let's, let's put a fourth point in. Let's talk about d, okay? And if we talk about d, if we have x is 5, right? If x is 5, then what? We'll have 10 here. If x is 5, we'll have 2 times 5 minus y equals 6. So 10 minus y is 6, and y is 4. Okay, so if x is 5, then y is 4. All right, and now let's use c and d. To figure out the slope. So this will be the slope using C and D. Okay, so if we call C, let's say P1, and D is P2, right, then what's the slope? Here's our formula. Y2 minus Y1, difference of the Y's, over X2 minus X1, the difference of the X's. So it's going to be what? Y2, 4, minus, minus what? Negative 4, yes, difference of the Y's, divided by what? 5 minus 1. So the slope is what? 4 minus negative 4 is 4 plus 4 over 4. I guess fours are wild here, is 8 over 4. So the slope, not surprisingly, is 2 again. All right. So we've now done this, found the slope using three, four different sets of points. And not surprisingly, we've gotten the slope is 2 every time. All right. Now let's tackle the problem of giving some points, given the slope, finding the equation of the line.